Hello and welcome to Socially Savvy, broadcasting live here at Gunnar Nordstrom's Gallery in Bellevue, social epicenter here in Bellevue. <laughs> I'm your host, LB Duchess, with co-host Michael Kotsman, our food and wine guy. Um, <clears throat> special guest hosts tonight are Cameron Wong, Barbara Smith, Hello. <laughs> Lori Day, Hello. and Kim Kumpler. Hello. Uniquely Savvy. Um, and today's topic is going to be, we're going to be chatting on um, being socially, singly socially savvy. Did I say that right? Say that, yeah, say that ten times and, and don't watch that way. So feel free to call in at 323-843-6090. Um, today's show is brought to you by Gunnar Nordstrom's Art Gallery, by art. It makes you feel better. Yes, it does. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Mr. Michael, you want to yeah. tell us, um, we've got some beautiful wine in here, uh, and it's yeah. from one of our favorite sponsors. Oh. I right, know we have the lovely <laughs> right next to me here. And uh, with your first tasting, the white wine. And a 2008 reason, I'm going to tell us a little bit about the wine itself. And uh, there you go. So this is our 08 uh, Sagemore Vineyard Riesling. It's a little bit... Um, has a little bit of depth to it, but not overly sweet. It's got about 2% residual sugar, so as it warms up and you drink it a little bit warmer, it's going to taste really kind of on that sweeter end, but if you chill it down really low, it, you get more of a um, more of a tart and citrusy note to it. It's really great with spicy, like spicy food. Anything that you can think of that has spice in Okay. This is a good one. <laughs> <laughs> this is a perfect wine so, for social for being single. <laughs> what, what is the uh, alcohol percentage on that? It's about 13%. Wow, it's really nice because, you know, and you're absolutely pissed off. Honestly, like, why would you say, why would you not want to have, or why would you want to pair something that's spicy with that? And the reason why I asked her about that was because, you know, if you have a wine that has a lot of, or high in alcohol, it will intensify the spice of the dish. So you can have a hot dish, and all of a sudden you got a really hot dish. So the alcohol, as it burns off, really accentuates that spice, whatever dish you're in. So it'll overpower the wine, and, uh, and it'll be not very But this is a lovely wine. And I, and I really like it because, as you, as you said, as it opens up, it has almost like a, a honey. I think it's like a little yeah. bit of taste of honey. Honey oh, pear. A little bit of mouth floating. It's really nice. What I do like you guys think? It's really different about this. I've, I've never had it in a Riesling before. So it's very, very nice. has a really nice nose on it. It's beautiful. Thank you. Thank oh, you, Patty. <laughs> Enjoy. So one of our sponsors tonight, we've been very blessed um, with our sponsors. We mm-hmm. had several come in. Um, Black Bottle Postern has yeah. given us the appetizer for tonight. And I'm going to go with the one here. Really I was going to say, yeah. and with this wine, I figured there'd be one or two Absolutely. that you could give us a, a quick little briefing on. Mm-hmm. So this is why we encourage you as listeners to come in and come to the live broadcast, because we have great sponsors. They give us um, basically teasers and tasters. Some of them you get to go home with. Some of them you get to sample right here. Um, and then you get to practice socializing, whatever little tips and tricks you learned, or if you want to break all the rules and, and you know, get a, a reaction, it's a perfect place to do it, too, because you <laughs> will get a reaction. <laughs> Absolutely. So, uh, again, Black Bottles is right here in Bellevue. And they're just located at 919 Bellevue Way Northeast, just right on Bellevue Way and uh, right across from North Joey. So, uh, and was that, was that Hannah that brought that over here? Yes. Uh, Hannah is the manager over there, so make sure you go and say hi to her. She's fabulous. Uh, she is. Especially and if you're in visiting. If yes. you're visiting from out of town, because we have some listeners in California mm-hmm. and in Texas and stuff. Um, you know, one of the things that we will typically put most of our local information at the end of the show, when we have sponsors like this who bring in this kind of great food, the atmosphere over there is very casual, laid back, very easygoing, um, especially if you're visiting Bellevue, a lot of times people have a very pretentious feeling about it. You, we try to give you ideas of places that you can feel really comfortable in, and this is definitely one of them. So one of the things that they brought over, which, you know, they, they have some flatbreads over there, just fabulous, by the way. So, uh, you know, having this Riesling, I just happened to just pick up a, a piece of the uh, flatbread that goes to prosciutto and uh, bachamel. Yummy. Wow, what a good pairing. Yes, it's very mm-hmm. good. Very the, good. The, 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 what's in there, and then there was another one over there that had the um, prosciutto in it. Yes, I like and, the prosciutto. That's my favorite. And I liked it in this one, too, because it had that contrast. It got that salty, sweet. Yep. Beautiful. I agree. I agree. 
Okay, uh, we have our panel of singles here that are going to help us talk about what it is oh, to be. Look at I know, if you're single <laughs> and you're looking for <laughs> you need to come on down. Yeah, come down here. Oh, look, you're yeah. ready. That's a very <laughs> sultry voice to come up. Come on down. Come on down. Love it. <laughs> So, what it is to be socially savvy and single brought to you by Sweet Talk Wife. Um, just like our hands, our cell phones need to be regularly cleaned and detoxified. Order yours today at www.sweettalkwife.com. Um, in discussing what it means to be socially savvy and single, uh, let's first put it into perspective. How many people this actually applies to? There are 96 million people in the United States who have no spouse. That means... Um, 43% of all Americans over the age of 18 are single. I heard this. Yes. It was on their, It was actually on the news. Yes. This is well. This is the census demographic, mm-hmm. or, or you know their feedback. Love their <coughs> feedback. Um, singles defined as adults who have never been married, are divorced, or widowed in um, the American Bureau of Families and Living Arrangements survey of 2009. Um, <coughs> of the singletons, 61% of them have never said I do. 24% are divorced and 15% are widowed. How many of them said I do three times? <laughs> they did not go into that, and I know that that is in there. <laughs> so, needless to say, you have a large percentage of the population that is single, yeah. will be single, or has been single. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, just like the whole purpose of starting the show of Socially Savvy was there's not an etiquette book, there's, not, there's no real guidelines for anything anymore. Um, and the purpose of today's show is to kind of get you guys, you know, talking about the things that you find make dating successful, whether or not the relationship goes anywhere. There, if you're going to go on a date, whether it be a blind date or um, you're at a social gathering and you're meeting people, what kinds of things make you comfortable? What kinds of things um, do you feel make people approachable or don't make people approachable? Because um, we hear all the time, you know, what kind of event should we go to, you know, uh, it's just, it's really frustrating for a and lot of people. Absolutely, and I really think this is a really valuable uh, show for people, and there's a lot of people out there, and I know a lot of people who are like, been married for years and years and years, and now they're like single, me. they're scared I'm not like me. I'm not single. They have absolutely no idea what they should do and what's socially savvy, so I think this is real valuable for a lot of demographics out there, so. Oh, most definitely. I mean, having been, I don't know, I'm not the only one. I am the only one. Good God. (laughs) 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 Having been with the same gentleman for 27 years and married for 21 years. I mean, it's it's so rare that you find someone who's been married now. That's amazing. Well, I have to give my husband a lot of credit because Mm -hmm. women are typically the more communicative ones. But when I get upset or pissed off, I shut down. And he's the one who pushes me to communicate. So... A lot of the stereotypes, I think, you know, and I want to make that as a first point. I think we really need to throw stereotypes out the door because with social media and um, the invent of social networking and then trying to reestablish what socializing is, there's no hold bar. We can really truly create an atmosphere in which we can um, engage in getting to know people in a different way that has more of that old feel with the newer technology side to it. but, you know, so again, saying, coming from a 27-year, there's if something happened to my husband and I found myself single, honestly, oh, hell no. There's just no way. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how. So, you know, I'm going to turn this over to you guys. Being single, what, I don't know, maybe we should just start off, but what's the most frustrating thing that you guys find when you're out there um, and you're getting started? What do you think frustrates people the most? Yeah. Oh, well, see, now that's perfect. That was very gentlemanly, ladies. I appreciate that. So the most frustrating thing as a single person in dating, I guess, starting off um, with just being asked out on a date is the first thing. Um, I have actually had a few times where I am out with somebody and I'm confused as to whether or not I'm on a date. You know, I and yeah. you're shaking your head like you've heard this. I have had times where I've been asked out, and I'm like, are you, they're not flat out asking me out on a date. It's just, are you, are you trying to get to know me better? I've had times where I thought I was on a date, and no, we're just hanging out. I've had other times I thought we were just hanging out as friends, and all of a sudden they're behaving as though it's a date. And so, it kind of just establishing what's up front, the frustration there. And I don't really know how to resolve that other than just like you were talking about the communication. Yeah. Um, so, so like maybe going out, going out to the, uh, and 
it's like a big party with a bunch of friends, mm -hmm. or versus like an intimate dinner with just you and the other person. I have had times where I'm out one on one with somebody. On a first date? Okay. Yeah, where yeah, where I've okay. met somebody at a social event somewhere and they're right. like, Hey, we'd love to get to know you better type sure. of thing and we're going out. Um, and sometimes and I've heard this from some of my other girlfriends as well, as is it a date or are you just going out to get to know each other better as friends? Because sometimes the communication ahead of time <coughs> gets is very ambiguous and very general. Very vague, yeah. Exactly. It's very vague. And this is an indicator of where our culture is right now. Um, I caught myself on this last week not being um, precise enough with my communication. Uh, and what you're talking about, this is one of the points that I really wanted to make in the show. And I think we need to, if we start doing this now, even with the younger generation, say what you mean and mean what you say. Here's the bottom line. If somebody comes over to you and says, hey, I would like to get to know you, let's go out that they are asking you out. If I'm asking you out, then I am going to take care of things. I am setting it up. I am initiating it. That's logistically the way it's supposed to go. And for somebody like you who's been out, that's where I think a lot of the, the frustration comes in is we need to be more precise. Now, how do you, if you feel like it's still kind of hedgy, how would you, I mean, I guess we should probably try to figure out how do you get the point across and say, so So you're asking me out on a date. I mean, do we do we need to go back to being that direct? You know, <laughs> one thing that I found useful, and this is kind of on that subject of, you know, if I'm asking somebody out and we're, we're talking about it, then you say, you know, hey, I'll see you on Thursday. It's a date. That's and perfect. I love that. That actually works. Because at least that puts it, in, it puts the ground rules down for what, your, what the expectation is. And so... For me, what I found is he's got to be honest. He's got to be as open and upfront about it as possible. And I'm guilty of not being forthright sometimes. But I found though that nowadays is I got to just put it. I got to put all my expectations out in front because otherwise everybody's ideas are misconstrued. Right? Can I piggyback on that? Um, we would love it if you guys were just that direct because it's it's so attractive. Number one, if you were forthright and you just come out and say, you know what? Hey, I'm interested in getting to know you. Let's or a glass of wine, let's go to dinner. You guys, wh whoever you are that does that, you are so far ahead of the game. Because most men in Seattle I have found, have you? Tell me. I have found are not that direct. They don't, just tell me what you want, tell me what you mean, and then we're on. And even if I'm not interested in that guy, I go anyway because I'm so darn impressed but you know that he told me that he wanted to go out. That's I just an anomaly here. That's part of Seattle. I don't think that's just guys. Seattle in general sure, is yeah. very like just that Seattle Freeze thing. It's mm -hmm. so hard to open up to people in this town or get to get them to open up. You know, but yeah, I, I agree. Just be front right up front and then everybody's it's all on the table. And it's good. You know, I've even actually found a difference between how guys uh, react or, or ask women out on dates and socialize on in Seattle versus men over here on the east side, kind of really interesting. So I've lived on both sides of the pond, and I've just, in general, as far as people go, I mean, everyone's really nice, but I find it a lot easier to mingle over on this side. It's really interesting. So, um... On east side? Yeah. You know, and I have everyone... I don't like, you know, get a riot going here. Get the way. Get it going. I lived in Seattle for like four years. You know, I was in West Seattle and Seattle. And, and there's some great people. There's some great venues over there. Maybe great venues over there. But it's, uh, it, there is a difference between people that go over there and those people that go over there. It's not good or bad. I just want to make that very clear to everybody. Uh, I'm not saying it's good. One's good or better than the other or what have you. But there is a difference. And I think there's a difference in mentality and a difference of how you approach things. Uh, I'm not sure why, but it is. And, and Cameron, you're absolutely right. You know, uh, I, I'm from South Texas. You know, and uh, and there, there's a big difference. You know, guys are very clear. You know, and so you know, I've been even yelled at for opening ladies' doors. I, oh. I can I can open my own door. I've had that several times. Still open the door. My opinion: still open the door. You got nothing to lose. No, trust me, I will not stop that. Yeah. You know, I, I went out with a girl as friends. It was very yeah. clear that we were just friends. And I opened the door for her, and she goes, "What are you doing?" Like. Like, you're not my boyfriend. I'm like, I'm not a farmer. I'm not gonna get in your pants. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs>
and um, I had my little Chanel, and I could not manage it because it kept falling off my shoulder. I was trying to take a picture with him and um, uh, the football player. Oh, this I'm just my son's gonna kill me for not remembering this guy's name. He left. The quarterback. Matt Hasselbeck. Thank you, Hasselbeck. Is yeah, he doing better too? Yes. Um, Hasselbeck. So I was taking a picture and I loaded up all the pictures and my husband brings it to my attention. He goes, I was holding your Chanel. <laughs> and, you know, he's never said no, that he wouldn't do it, but I think you make a good point. Maybe he made a joke about it later and I thought about it a little bit later. I thought, well, you know, maybe I probably, maybe I shouldn't ask because that just puts you in a position where you feel obligated and that's not fair. No, no, it just it reminded me of a story that my mom had told one time where she was holding on to her purse and saying, had her hands cluttered very much and had set her purse down on the ground. And my dad, being a very respectful man and knowing it was a very expensive purse, didn't want it on the ground and he went and picked it up. And my mom turned around and saw him holding the purse and she looked at him and she's like, put that down. Don't let anybody see you hold that. <laughs> Men should not be holding purses. I mean, she's very, very firm about that. I even go a step further with the to-go food. I don't want my man to have to carry this go food. No, can we have this to go, please? I don't want to see him with that bag. You can get the door for me. I'll hold the bag. You get the door for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like that. I like Never that. Never know. Yeah, that's good. Well, and these are some of the things that it, I find interesting. You know, once you get married, there are a lot more established, I, I don't want to say rules, but boundaries in which you know that you can, it, it's kind of like you know where the express lane is, you know where the slow lane is. With with being single, it's almost like being um, over there in Germany on the um, Autobahn, where it's like you have no idea where somebody's coming from. You don't know what direction they're going. You don't know if they're going to drop it in gear, ride your ass, walk off. You, you, somebody's going to cross the street in front of you when you're going 170 miles an hour. It's trying to figure out how to make that transition, if, especially if you're coming off of being married. Mm -hmm. Now, how many of you guys here have been married before? It's a great question. So, <laughs> wow. All of us. All of us. Okay, so let's touch base about that a little bit. You come from a situation where you go through the whole dating thing, you find that special someone, you get married, you start a life, and all of a sudden, for whatever reason, you find yourself single again. So, so you mentioned earlier how you, know, you said that if your husband left or you, somehow, that you would be lost. I would totally. And I'm sure all this is the same way, but I remember saying three years ago, when I was still married, that I said, yeah, if my wife ever left, if I got divorced, I would be completely lost. And I was for a few months. And then now it's like I realized I just really come into my own. I, I love my life. My life is way better now. And I like being single. And I like, I like my life a lot better than it was. And it's okay to be single. Yeah, it is. You know, yeah. you're, so many, you're so many, so much pressure from the outside. You have to get married. You have to do this. You have to these milestones. You have to live. And if you don't, then you know, it will be like, I know my parents are like, why did you? Did you get divorced back in 2000? <laughs> <laughs> What's going on over there? You know, and it's like, no, no, no. It doesn't have to be that way. You know, sometimes being single is okay. And I think that I think people just need to be okay and comfortable with that. Do you think there's an um, um, the, the the stigma is still attached that you have to be in a relationship as singles? Do you feel like that is still there over your heads, or do you think that's yeah. backed off quite a lot? It depends on the generation that you're talking to as well. Exactly. Yeah, I think we are in a new day. Yeah. I mean, we just are generate across the generations, except for the older ones. I mean. But look at look at the rate at which people get married. They're they're not. They're living in you know plain house or they're they're living in together or or they have children what have you. But it's just not the pressure is not there. I've been divorced since 2002, and one person of the older generation said, "Oh, I'm sorry." <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I just smile because it's their own psychology, it's their own upbringing, yeah. right? So I just smile. I said, "Yeah, it's okay." And actually, like you the best thing for me. I love it. I love being single and, if I may say, P.S., I believe we treat people how to treat us. Mm -hmm. So whether it's the men from the South or whether we're here or whether someone wants to carry the bag or open the door, we treat them or we teach them how to treat us. So fast lane off, doing all the different things that you said, we get we get to set the stage right up, right up front. You get, to pick, you get to pick your own road map. I do. I love it. <laughs> well, then I think a lot of that probably comes across as if you're going to be single and you're going to enjoy being single, then you really want to make sure that your communication skills, that 
if you, it's kind of like if I look at Cameron and go, you know, hey Cameron, I really like you, and that, or if I go, Cameron, I like you <laughs> or if I go, Cameron, you know, I like you. I mean, it's your presentation. It's how it comes across. And um, the reason I bring this up is because I have a, a few friends who are single women, and they're dumbstruck that they can't find those quality men. They're they've got that they've got this little equation put together and they're adding two and three and they can't figure out why it's not hitting five. Well, the three looks like an eight to everybody else. So that's why it never keeps adding up. And I think it's really important to understand if you, if you find yourself in those difficult places where you're like, I'm not getting the results I want, you can Move be on. insane and mm -hmm. keep beating your head against the window and, and doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result, mm -hmm. which does make you clinically insane. Um, or you have to start asking yourself, what is it, what could I possibly be doing, and start communicating with those people that are around you, um, particularly women, going back to how strong and empowered a lot of women are feeling. I have a, a, a couple of really close friends, absolutely adore them. They scare the hell out of the men. The men will not walk <laughs> over. They're fabulous women, but they scare the hell out of anybody who comes close to them because they can get the door, they can take care of themselves, they can do this, they can do that. And so how, if, if you're, you're, you're out there, how do you help somebody who's in that scenario? What do you, I mean, do you even try, do you just like watch them sit on the floor, you know, fall over and over and over again? You know, one thing, I think people are in such a hurry nowadays, right? So like, especially if you're Facebook, right? There's a lot of times where people really want to get their relationship going. And it's kind of, I, I feel like everything just takes time. Everything good takes time. And, um, and so I don't like it when someone just throws out there that they are interested in me right away. I had someone on my Facebook wall say that she had a crush on me. And it's like, it's a little bit, it's a little bit too forward. And I hadn't even met her yet. And so that was, you know, that was kind of done really quick. Hmm. You know, so yeah, it's, I don't like moving fast. I like moving very slow. I want to be friends first for at least six months. I really don't have an amount of time. I just want to get to know them first. And if the chemistry happens, it happens. You already have a respectful relationship because of your friendship. And then it can grow from there. Because if you want to be in a healthy relationship, you need to be friends first. It helps. Because, yeah, I mean, 27 years, we well, we knew each other in elementary school, for God's sake. My first memory is a joke. We'll talk about that on another show. It's hilarious. But no, I think you make a good point. If you do, you need to have more that you can relate about. And, I agree with Cameron in seeing my friends who go in and out of relationships. So even when they, you're going in and out of different relationships, it doesn't necessarily mean that people are frustrated. That's just they like getting to know somebody. If it fits, it fits. If it doesn't, mm -hmm. it's, you know, you move on to a different pair of shoes. <laughs> Not to be crass, but why? I guess from a, a married person's point of view, I can see how frustrating it would be, but does it really at least from my perspective, maybe it's not as frustrating, maybe that's just par for the course. You just you're going through and you're meeting people and and seeing where it goes. You're not gonna click with everyone. Yeah. You have to accept it and move on. I was gonna share a couple of thoughts. You said some of your friends the guys are intimidated by them. Yes. There are these powerhouses and they are. Yeah. So, um, so it's Kim Crumpler, and I'm a, a personal stylist and a personal shopper. And so, one of the tips that I give gals like that is, you know, in what ways can you soften? That's soften I think that's a really package. good. Not change who you are. Again, I believe there's room for every bit of you, the strength and the softness. So sometimes it's a visual thing. I mean, like I have a lot of energy myself. <laughs> you know. And one of the, this is, these are my own personal tricks even. Look at my hair sort of bouncy and la, la, la. It's to soften it all, mm -hmm. you yeah. know? So what can we use as visual clues to sort of soften? Because I'm soft. <laughs> um, but, but, you know, so be it that or bringing out more of the feminine and dresses or, mm -hmm. you know, thinking, okay, um, you know, what kind of energy can I bring into a situation? Um, and then also I'm really practicing, really practicing. Yes, I mean, like someone will say, can I get the door for you? Well, my automatic is usually, oh, no thanks. And it's only no thanks because I can do it. I can do it. I mean, I've been divorced for 10 years. Yeah. So I can do it. But I'm, I'll catch myself and I'll say, oh, yes, absolutely, thank you. And so every time I can, I'm letting a man. Practicing. I'm yeah. practicing. 
see. Okay, now I have to tell you, I, you go ahead and go first, but I'm going to say I have a story to tell from a single that I talked with today about that very thing. Go ahead. No, no, and, and I, I'm doing the same exact thing because I found myself having that same mentality and saying I want somebody to do this for me, but then I would find that I would do it myself or somebody would ask, and I remember it was probably about seven years ago I was having a conversation with a couple of my girlfriends, and we were talking about uh, my married friend was saying that she had called her husband up from the basement to change a light bulb. And me and my other single friend were looking at her like, well, you can change the light bulb. Why the heck wouldn't you have done it? And she's like, I can do it. That's not the point. He wants to do it. He wants to take care of me. He want, and I'm going to allow him to do that so he can feel like a man and say, okay, I did this for you. And that was, no pun intended, kind of where the light bulb went off for me. Yeah. And so it is something that I consciously have to focus on as well. I think yeah. one of the, the things that I see is that a deficit in our culture is in in finding ourselves, in finding our knowledge, our creativity. We have developed so many opinions um, in that empowerment. Just like in any coin, there's two sides of the coin. You need to be aware of the flip side of all of your positives and, and what they do. And in empowerment comes that I don't need you on the flip side. Mm-hmm. Um, we are so strong in our opinion that we have an opinion for everything. If I said something like, oh, those boots are kind of 70s retro, you might go, well, what do you mean? I bought them last week. <laughs> that, that's the kind of thought process. We, we, you know, Automatically we'll go, well, what are they trying to say? Mm-hmm. I think maybe we need to, you make a good point, maybe we need to not worry so much about what they're trying to say and listen to what they are saying mm-hmm. and look for that positive spin on it, look for that way of engaging them. Um, this uh, friend of mine who's single, she was talking, she went to the little city market. Um, She's in a a newer sort of relationship, you know, they're they're beginnings of one. Mm -hmm. And um, she's been going to the market and getting one new food every week, trying something new, new experience. She just liked the atmosphere of the farmer's market. And um, her friend decided to go with her. And got all got there and was all romance. We're gonna get some apple juice. We're gonna get some of this. We're gonna get, and just really okay. I'm gonna go over to the car and I'm gonna go get the bags and I'm gonna walk back. And she she said the first thing that came to her mind was, well, why don't why do you have to walk all the way over there? We'll just grab what we can grab and then we'll go. Mm-hmm. And she went to say something. She stopped herself because she realized he was excited about this. There was no need for her to have to say anything. There was no judgment. There was nothing she needed to say that could possibly diffuse or be misinterpreted and spoil the fun for her. There, but, but in her mind, she was like, I don't know, ready, you know? <laughs> and I, I find that even with me, I'm having to learn to, you know, do I really need to have an opinion about that? Can, can I allow somebody to be excited? Can I allow somebody, to, somebody else to leave? Somebody else to have an idea without me having a feedback? I don't know. Everybody's giving me the eyebrows. <laughs> Up and down. Yeah. No, but I think that's what we were just talking about is because right. we have been single for so long and we've had to be independent for so long, you just get into that mode of getting used to doing it on your own. And I think part of it too, and maybe this is just my own inside of my head, is it seems like a lot of the men that I have talked to, they're looking for a partner. They're not, I mean, they're very clear, I'm not looking to take care of somebody. Yeah. And so I think sometimes as modern women, it's like, okay, well, I'm independent. I want to also be able to show you. I want to, you're conflicted sometimes between I want to be taken care of versus also, but I can take care of myself and I can be an equal partner and I'm not this gold digging. I expect you to take care of me all the time looking for somebody to support me. And as a woman, I have found sometimes it is very difficult to find that balance. And I see you shaking your head on that as well. Oh, I have a special friend and I'd love to go over there and cook. Mm-hmm. Clean. He gets right in there and helps. Mm-hmm. We share it. Yeah. I'll cook. He'll clean up. Mm-hmm. It's nice, but I like taking care of him. Exactly. He can mm-hmm. do his own laundry. I like helping fold the clothes. Mm-hmm. He doesn't exactly. need the help. Exactly. That's, that's, we're here to make each other's lives easier. Mm-hmm. Exactly. my dad's conversation for Right. Yeah. What'd you say? Some of my dad's conversation was while I was doing dishes with the person. Some of the best things that happen in life happen in going through just the process of living, the basics of life. Um, you know, whether it be raising children or doing your laundry or whatever, that's, mm-hmm. that's a part of the everyday ritual. If you're going to be in a relationship with somebody and you're going to be spending time with them, you need to be able to incorporate it into your everyday life so that you don't feel that's torn right. between right. spending time with them and getting the dishes done or mm-hmm. spending time with them and um, 
you know, to remodeling a room. Find a way to incorporate. And this was something that also was brought up. And my husband and I are polar opposites. I mean, he is in the mountains right now hunting. Probably will not take a shower for a week. He's going to be thrilled to death. You know, they're, it's a family ritual. They've been doing it for 70 years. My boys have been raised with it. Um, I'll go up every 10 years and go hunting with him because it's a part, it's a really big part of his life. Is it something that if I had met him, would I have ever chosen to do? No. Mm-hmm. But he goes out with me to the X Plus when I'm covering events. And, and is that a part of who he normally would have been? No. And so this leads into this next question. <clears throat> At what point... Or do you feel that there is a point where you go from compromising to be part of a relationship to compromising and giving up a part of who you are? You know, it's, it's <laughs> funny because um, with my ex, we, we had um, we had a nickname for both of us together, and I'm not gonna say it stupid, <laughs> <laughs> but I'll just say that you know, like we we became kind of a, a unit, like, like, like we, we were together, and I mean, that's what's important in a relationship, but in doing that, we also lost who we were individually, and so the best part about where I've been on my little journey for the past two years is that I've found who I am again, and so now it's like, I'm no longer just Cameron and my ex, it's now Cameron, or Cam, or whatever, and so that's been a lot of fun, rediscovering who I am. Uh, that's that's been my favorite part about being single. I've enjoyed that having a boy. Wow! No, I don't want to do that. Road trip? Nah, don't like them. <laughs> 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 oh, okay. okay, I'll get the car packed. Be miserable that time. Is there an airport close by that you could drop me off at so I can fly back? It is good fun. I just went on a trip to Europe by myself, and that was it was an amazing trip. It was just fun to be able to go do whatever I want, didn't ask any questions, I just went. And it was the best, it was one of the best times I've ever had. Everyone should do that, at least once in their life. Because you're right, Cameron, I've done the same thing. You know, I went to Greece, and I went to Mykonos, and I went to Santorini, and I spent a whole week by myself. I didn't know where I was going to stay. I spent the port. I'm like, that was good right there. And I just went with it. Well, I think it's important. I think that's a good point to make, whether you're married or single. Because when I took my son, he was looking at colleges and um, was looking at playing football over Princeton. And so I went on the trip with him. And while he was doing his football camp, I went into New York by myself. I spent two and a half days in New York by myself. Now, I've been with the same person for 27 years. We didn't just we didn't grow up. We grew up together. We built our, we created who we were at the same time as trying to create an, a relationship, which has got to be, and I'm telling you, the hardest thing you can ever do, trying to find yourself and find yourself with someone. Um, but when I went to New York, I came back and I felt better because it was, it was those little things. I got to go on an adventure and kind of find out a little bit, you know, I was a little stronger than I thought I was. I was a little bit um, more adventurous than I thought I was. Um, so I think that's a, a good point to make overall, in general, I think as a human being, right. to take those little journeys a couple of days here or a week here. And and if you're in a committed relationship, don't don't judge them or don't be suspicious if they want to go do that. Let them yeah. take those journeys. Well, and I think, you know, just for LBS, a really, really good point. And I think for a, a, another future broadcast, you know, how do you, I think a, a good topic would be how do you maintain relationship and yet have your individuality intact and doing your own thing. That's okay. Give your permission and your significant other that permission to be to do their own thing and have their own thing is I think it's very important and healthy in building a, uh, a relationship. So I think a lot of us miss that but that, I think that's a whole other show but I think that's something we should probably do. Well, oh, I actually do. think that it feeds into being single. Yeah. If you're going to jump into a relationship, I think you made a really good point. You know, Cameron, you've enjoyed finding out who you are. Now when you go into a relationship, you have a good idea. And, and this loops back around right. to that question. Um, be aware of who you are and the things that you are willing to compromise. Look up the word compromise. It's not submission, and even submission is not a bad word. Look up and understand the roots of these words and understand the purpose behind them and in a relationship, what they're going to do for you, how they're going to benefit you. Because if you're compromising with things that bring joy to your spouse, as long as it doesn't bring pain to you, that's probably an okay thing.
But if you get to one of those things where they really, really, really love this and you really, really, really don't, then you have to sit down and have that conversation mm-hmm. and be honest and tell them, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm good with you doing this. But, you know, I'm not, I don't want to do that. Is this going to be a problem? I think a lot of us are afraid to have those conversations because we're afraid we're going to lose the whole pie because of one little um, thing. But if you don't talk about it, it becomes resentment and frustrated. For me, I've learned, I know exactly what I want in a, in a relationship or in a future spouse or what have you. And the greatest part is not having to settle for anything. And That's a good word. I the, don't ever settle. Having yeah. the time to just take your time and get to know the right person. And if this girl over there doesn't work, then maybe the next girl over there does. And that's, for me, been kind of fun, not having to, to, to settle for anything. I found it very valuable as a single person actually finding someone that you gel well with, someone that you can be yourself with and, like you said, not be judged. They may do things that may be annoying, but they're not annoying to you. They can just be who they are, and that's part of them, and you just accept that, and they accept that same thing about you. You can hang out well together. Mm-hmm. I, I look for that. I, I love that. I think it's valuable. Well, and there's another point um, that I think a lot of people misunderstand or overlook. We say when we fall in love with somebody that you know we see all the good in them, um, and then, then later on we go, well, we got sideswiped by the bad. We never saw that. Um, I'm calling bullshit because when you meet somebody, you see every, you are so hypersensitive. You see every, you find every gray hair. You find every stitch. You're like, oh, he doesn't, he doesn't press his shirt. Oh, that's so cute. And in ten years, what the hell is your problem that you can't press his shirt? And and the whole purpose for bringing this up is all of those things are always there. Mm-hmm. What you have to remember when you go into a relationship is you make a choice to flip that switch. Mm-hmm. You have decided you want to be in a relationship with this person and you're all happy-go-lucky about the stuff and then all of a sudden the toothpaste is pissing you off. And you need to remind yourself if you want to continue being in that relationship and take ownership for the fact that they are who they are mm-hmm. and go, is it worth the toothpaste? And if, it's never, if it wasn't in the beginning, why is it now? Refocus. I mean, when my husband and I get irritated with each other, we're so, so different. And I have to remind myself, I knew that was there before. Why am I focusing on it now? I need to go back to focus on why is it that I love him? What are the things about him that I love? And go back to the focus of what it truly is about because we can get sideswept so easy by the things that were always there. And then we go, well, I never. Yes, you did. Don't focus on the stain on the shirt. Focus Focus on on the the shirt. shirt. And how to maybe watch it. <laughs> you know, can I just say that's interesting? Yes, the thing, the toothpaste was always there, but you know, oftentimes too, I think if I even pause, it's it's not what are the things that I love about that guy. By the way, it's what's wrong with me. I mean, usually there's there's something going on with me. Do you know what I mean? The problem is lying with me. Yeah, and I think that's yeah. the other thing is always be willing to look in the mirror and go, yeah. okay, what's changing in me that that I'm changing my perspective, my my focus. Because uh, we are, we're all going to be changing, yeah. and and we don't, we're not stagnant creatures. We're always growing. We're a lot like a river, moving around rocks and doing things. And I think our attitudes and stuff need to be very similar <laughs> to that, uh, especially if you're out there in the single. I mean, I find a lot of parallels between being single and married, with the exception that in when you're married, you have a, a commitment that you are trying. You know, you depending on your religious beliefs, you've said before a, a god that you believe in or a deity, and you've made this promise and this commitment to try to maintain some kind of an example for raising children or whatever your purpose for going into a marriage is. Um, I think relationships, if you're going to be in one, I think, actually, let me let me restate this. I think there's a big difference between being single and wanting to be a single in heading towards a relationship. Uh, do you guys feel like just because, I, I, Cameron, I get the feeling you don't really care if you're single. You're having fun with it. Do you feel like, I mean, not to be negative, but, you know, some people are fine having, some people actually enjoy going through and having relationships and meeting different people and different experiences, and there's nothing wrong with that. Um, let's see. Not to be, like, super savvy, but, yeah, I do miss being in a relationship. I miss having a commitment, and I miss, you know, and recently I kind of was dating somebody, and it wasn't... You know, I wasn't able to be fully honest with that person, and so, you know, I realized it, I, I couldn't do it. And so, 
where am I now? I mean, I, I'm at the point where right now I want to be single. I really do. I want to just kind of do my own thing and not not have to call anybody or no check-ins, no check-ins or anything. <laughs> um, but you know, someday I know that's not going to change. That's the, I know that someday that'll change, and that someday I hope to find another person again. But for right now, no, I'm. I just kind of enjoy doing whatever I do. Wow. Okay, so let's chat a little bit about being single and meeting people. I mean, when you're going into, what are, do you guys feel like are the best atmospheres, the best types of places where you can very comfortably and naturally meet people? I know that for most of us here in this room, we attend a lot of um, philanthropic things, a lot of fundraising, fashion shows. Um, we go to a lot of events that are being put on. Uh, what other types of ways do you think, you know, besides this network, you know, internet dating thing, which God, I don't even know how you guys could deal with that. <laughs> but what, you know, what are you guys' favorite ways of interacting? What do you guys like to look for when you're trying to get out there? Because a lot of people, one of their biggest frustrations when they're trying, when they are single or find themselves single, they're like, okay, well, how do I get out and meet people? What would you, what recommendations would you have? You know, one of the things that I did when I was recently, you know, when I was newly divorced and I wanted to just get out and meet people, whether it was poor dating or just in general, um, is I joined a couple of clubs for activities that I enjoy doing. I mean, I love photography, and so I joined a couple of photography cl um, clubs. I, um, gosh, what is it? I, I love to run 5Ks, and so I had joined a couple of running groups. And in those cases, I thought, you know, and those are things that are still interesting to me now that it's several years past my divorce, but I'm thinking it's a nice way to be able to meet possibly somebody who at least has something in common, who at least has a similar passion. Um, you know, my first priority as far as meeting somebody would just be through a personal introduction. So either going to a dinner party or a birthday party or a house party or an event that is not necessarily open to the public, it's not a club scene or um, the fashion shows and stuff, but it's just a genuinely personal and small knit group. I found, at least with some of my friends, that the, the wine tastings have created nice opportunities because if you're, you're learning about stuff, you can all be standing up at the bar, and if you know there's a lot of singles around, it's not as unnatural as you know being stuck in a scenario. Exactly. Um, and what about you, Kim? Our, our uniquely savvy gal over here, who's always styling people for every kind of event. Yes. Well, I would just have to piggyback on that. I, I started running around my first half marathon this year, and I saw that. Congratulations. Yeah. Thanks. You guys can have that. I'll run, but no marathon. <laughs> I said half. That's only 13. <laughs> <laughs> my miles. Oh, only 13. Hello. Oh, Give my. me five. <laughs> but, but what's fun about that is it, it really is a it opened up a whole new community mm -hmm. of people. It and activities and experiences and I and I love that. To your point. Um, Sure, maybe I'd like to get married one day, but I love the experience of dating. Oh, I love it. Um, but beyond that, you know, and wine tasting and getting out, I'm also this person who's a little nutty. But you know, whenever I can, whenever I go to um, professional development seminars, I love meeting people there because you know they're like-minded. That's a good point. They have yeah. their mindset is attractive mm -hmm. to me. They're 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 um, goal-oriented or they're bigger picture, that's very attractive to me. I'd much rather meet someone there <laughs> than at a bar, no, for sure, because I'm a very, very much mindset kind of gal. I like that. Less, less uh, intimidating. What about you, Michael, Lori? Oh, I don't go out to meet people today. I just go out to dancing outside. <laughs> if I don't, I don't. So you just kind of let it, it's just one of those, if it happens, it happens. If it happens, it happens. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Lori's a great dancer, by the way. She is. <laughs> Thank you. We have pictures. <laughs> Thank you. Well, Mr. Michael and Brooke, why don't you tell us about this lovely yeah. red while we change the tempo of the show just a smidge. All right. So this is our 2008 The Creek Red Wine. So it's our everyday Saturday night wine on a Tuesday budget. Great for just laying on the couch and drinking a bottle. I would suggest it, but not really. <laughs> That's what I want. Well, people, you're dating. A bottle will bring that over the A bottle will meet on my couch. Sorry. Monday. It's Monday, right? Yeah. So, this is actually seven different varietals. Um, and Cabernet Sauvignon, Cab Franc, Merlot, Petit Verdot, Dura Grenache, and Levedra. Levedra. Yum. 
So it's um yeah, it's just a really great everyday sixteen dollar bottle. Just fun. Love it. I think that's a good point. Actually, you know, when you said that keep life fun. Mm -hmm. I think that would probably be a good note. If you're going out there and you're trying to get back into the scene, keep it fun. Yeah. For, yeah. for a while until you figure yeah. out where you want to be and what you need. Keep it fun. Keep it interesting. You know, be unique. I was thinking about this on the way over here, not that you need my truth, but I was thinking about that. I thought, you know what, whoever you are on that first date or whatever, whenever, second date, third date, be you. I mean, it's the best version of you you have, and you're just going to keep it simple. It's either going to work or it's not. And wherever you are, be there. Exactly, I love that. Be, yeah, that's be there. Be there. Wow, that's, that's so true. Yeah. That is. Can I just throw out a really quick story? I'm kind of excited to do this. Love it. A friend of mine posted on Facebook the other day that um, she, she was like, well, where are all the good guys in Seattle? And apparently... She did not. Yeah. So <laughs> I love that. I'm reading the question on Facebook. So her reason was that she went on a date and the guy she was on a date with whipped out a coupon <laughs> and said, you know, that he'll get this and, you know, and she can get whatever is the same price or lower. And it's just like, really? I can't believe that's what happened. Well, okay, we brought, we actually brought this up on the show, and this is where education and the, the perception come into it. Well, okay, here's, I'm, I'm going to put, I'm going to put this out there. So, here's, is it? Is it? Now, you, I'm sitting in a room where I know I'm like vastly outnumbered, but I want to put this out there for you. If I ask you out on a date, and I'm the one who's asked, that means I'm the one paying for it, that means I'm the one who's initiating and doing this. Back in the day, when the, bar, when the, the bill came, and you'd been asked out on a date, when the gentleman went to open that, you were supposed to turn your eyes away because it's none of your damn business for what was going on. Now, he, they, I would agree with that because they took it a step too far and I'm sorry, put it in your face about you know 16.99 or less. You know, that's a little bit But um, they came up with the Groupon thing. If you have a Groupon and you have a um, uh, buy one entree, get one complimentary, then if you don't want to run into that issue. Uh, then get something, let her order first, and then you order around that. Exactly. But it's really none of, if you've asked her out, or mm -hmm. if she's asked, you know, if, my best, if I ask my best friend, take, I'm going to take her to lunch. Mm -hmm. um, if she goes to pay the bill, you're not really supposed to have an opinion about it if you're not paying. It's really none of your business. Mm -hmm. I, that's just, that's the old and, and I would agree on that, and, and I'll piggyback on that, but part of what I have also seen and this is why there's been some confusion as to why we're on dates, is that sometimes what I have found is that the expectation is, I've asked you out, but we're just getting to know each other, so the expectation is I'm going to pay for mine, you're going to pay for yours. That's Dutch, and that's all you have to say. Hey, let's go Dutch. It's yeah. communication, people. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's killing me. A lot of times it doesn't have to be this extravagant, you know, like $100 dinner. No, you know, not at all. Night. Dinner or for date, what have you? Know, it's, it's, it's a beautiful day. Let's go down to Alkai's Walk. Let's say, check it out. Maybe go grab a hot dog. You know, it's <laughs> fun. You know, it's different. Yeah. You know, it, it, it doesn't have to be that expensive to be that good of a date. I mean, just if you put a little thought into it, a little bit of uniqueness into it, a little bit of your personality in it, you'd be surprised it doesn't cost a lot of money. Yeah. 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 And, and I, I don't think that a date needs to cost you know, a lot of money either. But I'm old school in that if I'm going to take somebody out, even if they ask me out, I'm going to pay them. At least for, for the first time. And then, and, 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 and no group on. <laughs> not, not until the third date. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but, but you know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? Here's, here's, a, here's a good idea. So, uh, you know, you have a few dates and then you got this really awesome group on it's going to expire and you're like, oh, I want to go somewhere. Oh, I always want to take this girl who I'm very interested in to date. You know, a lot of times, you know, you do is like, uh, you know, you walk it in, you make a reservation, and you just kind of slip it to the Mitch and and walk on by. They, yeah. They'll get it. They understand what that means. <laughs> you, you, you can simply excuse yourself from the table to the yeah. and or then you go up to your waist down. Exactly. You know, I would never look at a group on this, but you can't get it down. 
there's, yeah, there's, there's I mean, are opportunities <laughs> and there's always those windows for that to happen. You just got to be a little creative about it. Actually, I think you make a good point because it, um, it's like everything else. It's in the presentation. If you're going to shove it in my face that you're using a Groupon, then hmm. Now, if you're trying to be subtle and I happen to see it, okay, that's my bad for being a little bit too nosy. I should probably keep my mouth shut. But if you whip that puppy out, throw it on the table and go, yeah, I'm the man, I'm probably going to look at you and go, no, you're not. But you know what? You know, here's what I do. You know, I'll, I'll like, hey, you know what? I got this group pop. That's restaurant. communication. I and that's the yeah. 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 Like in the app. You're going to put it in the app. I think that's awesome. Yeah. That's great. Because yeah. you know what? Yeah. It just allows us to be present and just enjoy. Otherwise, you're thinking about it probably. Am I flipping it? Right. Do I do it yeah. when she's in the bathroom? <laughs> just be with me. Be with me. Everybody's dialogue just went all different directions on the Well, anyway, I have a question. <laughs> 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 That's the way it used to be. That's the way it used to be. So I'm wondering, I'm just wondering, why do you think that that's the way it should be? If I asked you out, I'm not thinking that you should be paying for me. And so I'm just wondering where no, that's No, uh, I, I would agree with that because agree. if, if agree. I was to ask um, a friend out, like if I would say, hey, Michael, I want to take you to lunch. It's your birthday. I'm not expecting him to pay. I've invited him. It is an invitation. Now, I admire his attitude mm -hmm. in taking it sure. a step further. Mm -hmm. But... Um, but, but it's the mind, there's a mind, I guess what I need to clarify, and this is good because I was mm -hmm. not clear with when I said, I admire the mindset mm -hmm. behind his statement. I believe that if everybody had that mindset, whether they followed up on it or not, it, life would be so much easier. I, yeah, and I admire the mindset, but it's not a should for me. I'd be like, yeah, wow, I, I, I admire that, I respect that, and if you want, yeah, I'll go ahead. Yeah, I don't think it's a should, no, it's not a should. It's not, so okay. No, it's not a should. It's, yeah. Okay, now why? I want to know that part. Why do you think it's a should? I'm really curious, no right or wrong. I think the man should take care of the woman. Always. Always. Okay. Right Our, I will. What about the 50? I mean, I don't expect that I'm going to pay every single time, but I think that as When a I guy, have the money, I the try first, to take care of my friends. I think that the first time you go out on a date, if it's a date, the guy should pay. I just, yeah. I just mm -hmm. the old school. I'm, well, I'm a little old fashioned like that. Yeah. You know, okay. And if the girl, if the girl, you know, really um, pushes for it and wants to pay, then, I mean, I appreciate that, but I'd still prefer to pay. Just, yeah. This is how I was, right? I, well, I, I, go ahead. I was going to say, in all fairness, I, I do want to pay on pay. Just because he's treated me so many times, I can pick anything on the menu I want. I'm never told no on anything. I try not to overindulge. But just out of respect and appreciation for what he does for me, I want to treat him with that. Now, you got to be careful because, you know, I've been on dates and sometimes it just doesn't go as you'd like it to go. You know, you know, you're really nice, but I just don't see it's really going any further. You know, and sometimes she'll go, you know, I, you know, I ask and I'm going to pay. If I get that, well, let's, we should just, you know, touch on it. I'm like, hey, that's a signal. And it's okay. But sometimes it's just, you know, Well, that makes it, that, that on me, makes it a, a comfortable, you know, we're splitting this. This is a, this is a split. It, it yeah. has multiple levels of meaning, and that's okay. I mean, it could be used as a, as a, what do you call it? Um, I can't think of the word. Hello. My brain is going to work. <laughs> okay, so we're going to wrap things up just a smidge and go into um, our socially savvy preparing for the holidays with the holidays coming up. Um, it's nice for all of us to be ready. Uh, and our holiday tips for with the holidays looming around the corner um, are if you're getting close up for pictures at an event, you know you're going to be going to an event in the next two weeks and you're going to be close up on pictures. Um, don't do anything major in your diet or your skin care for three to five days before the event. Um, avoid foods like Coca-Cola, chocolate, um, greasy foods. Those are all triggers and they trigger at a hormonal level. So it's within five to 15 minutes. And those types of um, skin reactions can take um, a week to go away. 
So maybe not go on a 10-day cleansing pill? That was going to say no cleansing. <laughs> um, facials, peels, other types of treatments um, are, just, are designed to clarify and purge the skin. So you want to make sure that you are well outside of that one to two week limit. So get those done well ahead of or wait till after an event so that you don't have that embarrassing. Um, could you please Photoshop that? Oh, I don't have Photoshop. Ah, damn. <laughs> Um, and if you're going in for a service, you know, just ask your, your uh, service provider. They, they know how long a peel, what it should do to your skin. Um, they'll be able to tell you, you know, and again, this dialogue, communication, that's the big key to everything is making sure that you're communicating about it. Um, social food for thought, being socially savvy single means being aware of those around you. You meet and greet more people in your pursuit to find that special someone, so make sure those greetings don't bite you in the butt later on. Um, <laughs> Coming up, we have, uh, well, this last week, I know that um, I attended a couple of fun things that we had talked about, the fashion show over at Bellevue Club, which um, Barb is going to kill me. <laughs> she was actually a model at, Aww, and I think this, this was a really cool thing, you know, especially being a single, getting out there and stepping outside of what, you know, back into something that you used to do or maybe something that um, pushes the boundaries of your comfort level a little bit. You looked fabulous out there. Thank you. And it was to benefit amazing. Children's <laughs> Hospital, which I thought was great. And Edward, um, Eduardo always comes up with these fun events. Love, love, love that. Um, so the high fashion came to Bellevue, and that was a whole lot of fun. Anytime you see those types of events, I think those are great ways to get to meet new people and um, kind of stretch yourself a little bit. Find out a little bit, especially if you've never been to a fashion show. Go ahead and go. You're going to learn a whole lot of cool things. And you're going to meet a lot of different and interesting people. I think fashion shows bring a, a larger demographic of people together. They're not very stereotypical, which is nice. Um, coming up this week, brought to you by Eye Candy Lash Boutique at Kirkland. Get a full set of lashes for only 100 bucks. If you've ever been curious, Cam, you'd look fabulous. <laughs> I had an event last week, too. Oh, tell us about your event. Ah, yeah. So I did a pouring last week, and we had 125 people show up at Wine World. It was really cool. Nice. Yeah. So we did a, a four port and uh, we had uh, a chocolate port tasting. It was really fun. Oh, the awesome. chocolate. Love chocolate mm -hmm. stuff. We oh. had a bunch of local artisan chocolate stores. Beautiful. And then we got one coming up uh, this Friday, the 21st. It's uh, Dirty Hair uh, Salon doing a uh, breast cancer uh, awareness benefit and a silent wow. auction. And I'm also doing a pink sport that benefits, a uh, portion of that benefits for uh, the students uh, become the foundation. So uh, get out there and support. This is uh, Breast Cancer Awareness Month. So yes, it is. Drink pink, eat pink, whatever you know. Wear just, pink. Uh, yeah, and get out there and support your. You know, get out there and do something. You know, be part of it. You know, and the high schools are doing it. The football players all there. stripped in pink. They had um, pink tape to, um, which I thought was a great way for uh, educating the younger generation on how to be supportive and stuff like that. I like that. So very cool. Okay, coming up this week, we have Working Women's Wednesday at the Fab New Suite Lounge here in Bellevue for the entire month of October. Swing by from 5 to 7 for great socializing, giveaways, and um, check out this new spot in Bellevue. One of our very own, very close to us, um, Tracy Clickrock of Chick Chat is doing the big O. I know you are. <laughs> of course, anything bringing orgasmic pleasure to all aspects of your life, you're going to be there, yeah. Uh, I'm doing the cocktail, thank you. I like, I like how you emphasize cocktails, too. Yeah, this is how I get to say whatever oh, I want. You're taking back the previous statement. Um, yes, I am. Yes. I see it. I see it. Yes. <laughs> Thursday, October 20th from 6 to 9 p.m. at Fly Fitness, 2225 Carillon Point. Um, join Chick Chat's October Soiree. It's their last one of the year. Um, the big O and become a pleasure revolutionary in your own life. Um, the featured cause is, of course, Breast Cancer Awareness Month, yeah. and they're thrilled to have the Seattle Cancer Care um, behind them doing this. They're going to be doing um, mobile mammogram yeah. vehicles on site, providing them um, at the foray as well. So cool little event. Uh, locally, we are very, very fortunate and socially savvy to have um, Nordstrom's Cosmetics backing us and being a sponsor for us. They have fabulous events, fabulous products, and in our swag bags for the next several weeks, we will be featuring different lines from them. Uh, this week, we are going to be featuring and starting to get everybody ready for Mascara Madness. 
And those of you who don't know what mascara madness is, it's twice a year. You get to come in and buy two mascaras and you get one free. So if there's you've got your favorites and there's one you're like, I would just really love to try that, it's the time to stock up and get those. Um, so for Mascara Madness, we have Lancome Mascara in our swag bags for everybody to check. Very fun. Um, a uh, icon is coming into Bellevue this week. Diane von Furstenberg will be making one of two appearances at Nordstrom's across the United States. One of two here in Bellevue. This Wednesday from 7 to 9, she will be signing purchase bottles of her new fragrance. Um, so pop in, pre-order it, and you can meet this icon and have your bottle signed. Anybody who remembers Dallas and that whole time period, yes, I just dated myself quite drastically. Um, what else is coming up? We have, uh, next week we're going to be at Willow's Lodge in Woodinville. If you haven't been out there and tasted Bobby Moore's fabulous chefing out there, they have a great selection of wines, of course, being in the heart of one country. Um, and we have yet to establish the topic. I'm playing with the topic, so yeah. I know. Things that make you go, hmm. Yeah. Well, we want to thank our sponsors for yeah. today's show, um, Gunnar Nordstrom's Gallery, yeah. for being our location. Um, what a great host. He is fabulous. Yeah. Very, very fortunate. Um, we have Vault Denim here. Michelle with Vault Denim, who was showing us yeah. how to bling. I'm going to say it, how to bling your butt. <laughs> Love her jeans. Some of them very elegant, very stylish, and some of them have a little bit more bling to them. Um, Padded Creek Cellars, who provided us with our wine tasting for today. Yeah, thank, thank you, you very much. Very, very, very Jeff Foster, who provided our appetizers for us. Yeah. Um, we're going to be doing drawings. We're not going to do them on air because they get really boring, but um, <laughs> we have fabulous swag, some fabulous giveaways for um, our listeners who showed up, as well as for our after party, we're heading over to the suite, and um, we have some drink tickets that we're going to be giving away for that, too. So, thank you to all of our sponsors, um, Pop Tips, Paps Beer, Sweet Talk Wipes, Nordstrom, Bellevue Cosmetics, Eyelash Candy Boutique, Cascade Ice, um, and if I'm, oh, and Kind Bars has rejoined us um, as well. So, thank you everybody for showing up, and we hope to see you at a future event. If you're single, have fun and be happy. Ciao. Yay! That was great. That was amazing.